People, 2022 is almost up. We are in November, the end of November. We got a few more days left of November 2022, and we got one more month left, and it's another year again, and we are 20 plus years in this fucking millennium. How did your New Year's resolutions go? I'm just curious. How much change did you make this year? How much shit did you follow through with? How much action did you take? How much did you hold yourself accountable? How long did it last? Was it month? Was it two months? Was it three months? Did you make it right till summer? Then after summer you said, fuck it. We're not talking about materialism. We're not talking about partying. We're not talking about what you pretend you do on social media. We're talking about what the fuck you really do when you're by yourself and no one's fucking looking. Let's get it started, man. Let's get started, everyone. This is Savage Mind Podcast. We probably got one more podcast, maybe the end of this for the end of this month, and then we're gonna kick off December. It's the holiday season. <laughs> Whether you love it, hate it, despise it, dread to see it coming. If you're fucking Elf on a Shelf, if you're fucking Santa Claus, if you're Rudolph the Red-Nosed fucking Reindeer, if you're a a fucking Martha Stewart, or you find this year not that appealing, whatever it is you do, whatever it is in your head, whatever traditions you follow, we'll talk about that shit later. Let's talk about this. This is something that is... Should be very important to everyone. And I think it's something else that we usually, like so many things, we fail to recognize, we ignore it, we ignore them, they ignore us. We often do not want to see these things and these people for what they are because we want to keep them in our life. And when we're willing to keep people in our life at all costs, we will lie to ourselves and be dishonest about what we really are or what we're really not and what these people in our lives that we call loved ones, friends, family, fam, ride or die, all of this shit, bro, brother and sister, terms I've used in the fullest extent my whole life. And some of them are very genuine and they mean it. And some of them I have loosely used and I will not use these def identify these terms and definitions with these people and label them anymore and uh, I promise you this not bragging not uh, not calling myself out but I promise you they can't use those terms with me because I feel like I've always been a better friend and a better brother and a better um, loved one with the exception of very, very few. I can count on one hand. Again, I've said this in multiple podcasts, and I will continue to say it, and I will say it in real life. I'm always the person that most people are not to meet. But I want to talk about the overall broad spectrum of our life, which is most of the time we put up with people's shit, and we tolerate it, or they tolerate us so we can keep them in our life. So we tell ourselves lies, we tell other people lies, we accept their lies, we accept their bullshit, they accept our bullshit, so we don't lose them. So we still have them in our life. 
We're willing to accept it, no matter how toxic it is, no matter how fucked up it is, no matter how much bullshit nonsense it is, just so we don't lose these people. We'd rather have them... A lot of people don't think about it this way. Think about it. You'd rather have them at a, a fraction of who they could be, or they'd rather have you at a fraction of who you could be, a shell of a person, never reaching the full potential, never becoming and evolving who they can be or who you could be, just so you simply have fucking company. And so you don't leave this life and not have some memories to share with them. So possibly when they pass away or you pass away or you leave this earth, hopefully not prematurely, you can lie about the memories that you have or tell yourself they're op- they're other than what they really are. That's hard to swallow. That's real deep real quick, isn't it? Because I, I've said this so many times. The shit we say while people are still here is not the shit we say at the funeral. I would rather people walk out of my life or I'd rather walk out of their life than watch them live a half-assed, mediocre, shell of existence life. And if I could go back to some of my loved ones, if they were still here, including my mother, if I had the tools I have now, I would rather her be mad at me for years than watch her shackle herself and chain herself to the life that she allowed herself to be limited by than put up with bullshit and enable her. That's what I would do. And other family members. Including one of my own children. Get that through y'all's fucking head. You must want them to live a limited life because you're living a limited life. People like fucking company. We like company. We like what's comfortable. We don't care how bad it is for someone else. We often don't care if we're going fucking nowhere. We don't care if we're making any fucking progress, growing, evolving in this life, as long as we have fucking company, temporary comforts, and we're fucking comfortable, and it satisfies the fucking moment, the fucking day, the month, the year, the week, whatever it is, it just turns into a fucking lifetime. We don't go out of our way. We often don't go out of our way for people, and they don't go out of their way for us. And that brings me to this topic today. We often do what's convenient. We allow what's convenient. We accept what's convenient. And oftentimes, the other benefits that come along with that just happen to be a byproduct of that. And sometimes that's people. Sometimes that's situations. Sometimes that's bonuses. Sometimes it's negatives. Sometimes it's deficits. But we try to compare and analyze what we think that the good outweighs the bad. And if the bad outweighs the good, we often don't acknowledge that. We rearrange it, manipulate it, lie to other people, lie to ourselves, and make it fit the narrative that we want it to fit for whoever it applies to. Including ourselves. Again, I'm never going to fucking leave myself out because I know I've done this plenty in life. I do not do this now. And anybody that knows me knows I've since changed it. I don't care who the fuck's got to go away. It doesn't even mean I wish them bad. It does not mean I wish them malicious intent. It means they have to go or I need to go. If it does not support the progress and growth of the people that that are, are, are for the life that I'm the path and the mission that I'm on, and the same goes for them, then maybe we don't need to be in each other's life. 
And that's why we keep drawing people back. That's why we keep pulling them back. That's why they pull us back. And that's why we're so willing to go. It's so fucking easy. Because it fucking works. Manipulative, controlling, narcissist people can pull your ass back when you don't have the self-education and the tools and the discipline to be able to fucking put the, put a stop to that shit. It's easy. It's worked on a lot of people I care about and they're no longer in my life and I care about them dearly. It was so easy because they're around the same people all the time and all these people are the same. There's no n- nothing new coming in, so there's nothing new. There's They're not consuming nothing new. They're around the same people, so there's nothing new coming out. They're easy to control, especially when you're related to them or married to them, seriously. And that covers a lot of different uh, relationships. Friends and family of conveniences, of convenience. It took me a long time to realize this. And I'm sure oftentimes early in life, especially my teenage years, when I didn't understand it and I wasn't the man I am sitting here today, maybe I fell in that category as well. Anybody that I fell into that category, I feel like it was early in my life and it hasn't been in the last few decades. And our paths have went different ways and we have probably not stayed in touch unless it's through social media. Anybody that I have wronged, not what you've made up in your head, legitimately, I had wronged you. Uh, besides teenage years, when we a lot of us weren't in our right mind. We didn't have a lot of supervision for those of us who raised ourselves um, and didn't have a family. Really, a, look, I love my mother. I love my grandmother. I miss them dearly. I wish they were sitting here right now watching the things that me and my my family and my brother are doing, but they're not. And 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 at my age, sometimes I forget how old they would be. Not my mother, but my grandmother, if they were here. So when people are gone, we often forget over the years that we're the age we're at. And my my only grandparent I ever met in my whole life would be over a hundred, which would be ridiculous to even think that way. Uh, unfortunately, my mom's been dead four and a half years. She'd only be seventy-two. My dad's been dead forty-three years, and he would be in his eighties. Still possible, but they're not. That's just fucking reality. They're not here. And uh, anybody, I, I would apologize. I, okay, I go ahead and apologize for my teenage years too, because there's a lot of times I was fucked up. There's a lot of I never did drugs. Let me let me just say for anyone just tuning in, there's a lot of times still wasn't in my right mind. I was angry. I was mad. A lot of times I was drunk. Uh, I had to make a lot of decisions myself because I raised myself primarily. And a lot of those came with stiff consequences. And I'm glad I got, I'm grateful and blessed that I got stiff, stiff consequences young because it made it, it, it in return, it didn't carry into my adult life. Uh, so many of you or people you know or people you enable have too many outlets. They have too many people coming to the rescue, too many options. So they're most likely never going to change. And you're just going to continue to make excuses and bail them out and figure out things for them. Anyway, for another podcast, anybody after in my adult life, um, I don't know that I've wronged anybody in that way that would feel that way about me. Uh, I've made some mistakes, sure. I've made some bad choices and bad decisions, and I don't don't think that uh, it's to the point where anybody would feel that way about me, but I could be wrong uh, because there's some people that's really put a fucking knife in my back, and they turned the motherfucker when they did. And I still can't even say I hate these people. They're no longer in my life. Uh, uh, I think they know better than to come around 
me within within physical reach or try to comp converse with me. And then there's people that didn't do anything uh, uh, other than be spineless, other than be distance, other than be quiet, other than not stand up for themselves. There's a lot of people that were not in each other's life simply because of the person that's manipulating and controlling them. Uh, but one thing that got brought to my attention a few years ago, just like things I brought to my mama Sita's attention. Because when you put a fresh set of eyes on something, sometimes people can see things that we often can't see because we're blinded by these people because we care about them and love them. Again, some of the people I'm referring to, I wish them nothing but the best. And I'll, I'll be honest, I wish them, I wish that they would have the strength and the power and the and the grit and the skin to get out of those relationships. Yes, their marriages, their fucking religion, the stranglehold of their whole family environment and how toxic it is. And unfortunately, I've had to leave some of these people behind, not because I don't care about them, because they often must not care about themselves. And because I felt like I did everything in my power to try to help these people, and they weren't trying to help themselves. Everything from addicts to alcoholics to to people that are not an addict and not an alcoholic, and they're in a, they've been married for 20 30 years and they fucking are miserably, miserably unhappy. And I feel like that I did everything in my power that I could do that was starting to affect my personal life and my relationship. So I had to walk away. And anybody that lives in the world that I live in are something similar. Again, let me tell you something. Warriors, the disciplined, the people that live like we do, whatever level we're at, we don't have to know everything about one another. We just fucking get it. We speak the same fucking language. You get it? So anyone that knows this, it's not easy to walk away from loved ones because the people, some of the people I dearly love are not, are, I love them more and I know deep down they love me more than people that are actually blood related to me because I don't know a lot of my blood related family on either side. I don't. At best, I care about these people, but at best, most of them are an acquaintance. That's it. So, one thing I started noticing, and this is most of the people in my life, and anyone listening to this, whatever level, as I always say, that you, that whatever our relationship is, at whatever level it's at right now, or it's been in the past, whether it was very strong back then, not so much now. Or it was very weak back then, or we we just met each other recently in life, and it's very strong now. You know this to be true. I realize I put more effort into the people that I care about than they have me. And this is not just me. I know a handful of people like this. People that care, people that have a big heart. Yes, believe it or not, savage as I am, I don't have to sell you on that. The people that are the most passionate, that care the most... That are usually the most blunt, the most honest, the most transparent. No sugarcoating are usually the ones who care the most. And that's why we take it personally. If I care about you and love you, we only got limited, we only got so much fucking time in this life. Then yes, I did take it personally. But that still doesn't mean that I have to have you in my life to carry on. 
I realized that a lot of people only did stuff out of convenience. They only showed up out of convenience. I realized the only time I seen these people is when I went to them. Is when I planned something, when I organized something. And when I say I, I'm speaking for myself, but I mean people like myself. And then when I, my life started to change and it started to evolve and it started to grow. I went in a different direction. Does not mean that I didn't have my shit together all them years. It just meant it changed and it grew and I went in a different direction. It took me a long time. My mama Sita had to bring it to my attention. She said, babe, honestly, you've been the one most of the time who makes all the sacrifices. You go out of your way. You make all the plans. You go to them and it's been that way. You just didn't want to see it that way. This didn't just happen. This has been happening. Bam, she was fucking right. I dissected every situation. And I got, I've narrowed it down to this point in life. With the exception of maybe three fucking people. Out of everyone I know, everyone I'm related to, everyone that calls me brother. And again, nothing against people that we've got distance or lost touch. No doubt. We're talking about the people that call each other family. The people that we're fucking related to. The people that have asked us to possibly be godparents. The people that have called us uncle. The people we call niece and nephew. Life gets busy. No doubt. Life ain't fucking easy. But I want you to sit back and think of every situation of the time those of us who have went out of our way for you over and over repeatedly and when it came time for you to go out of your way for us specifically for us when you weren't seeing someone else you there wasn't something else in it for you that you weren't doing something and we just happened to be like oh we can go see jason and go see these people while we're down there because if i sat there and dissect every situation again with the exception of a handful of people and I mean, that's that's being fucking generous. We're not in touch no more because I didn't go out of my, I quit going out of my way for you. Doesn't mean I don't care about it, love you. Maybe someone visited us a handful of times and there was somebody that they were seeing down here or another family member they were seeing and they just thought, and a lot of times, well, we did, we did this with a handful of people. Hey, you're going to go take care of this. You're going to see this person. Whether it might be somebody that could be in jail, uh, unfortunately, or it could be visiting another family member. We're trying to save you money on a hotel. And we would love to spend time with you, and hopefully you want to spend time with us. And it doesn't mean that we don't love you. It doesn't mean that you aren't, you don't show us love while you were here. And then all of a sudden, those other relationships dissolved, or those people aren't living here, and we've never seen you again. And then I had to think about some people who I call brother family and i still dearly love these people today i love every one of their children everyone in that family but we aren't aren't in contact no more and i'm just talking i'm going all across the fucking board i thought how's i'm this person gonna call me best friend brother and i call them the same way and they don't even know where i fucking live for the last 10 years i mean if something happened they wouldn't even know how to get to my house but I can drop what I'm doing right here on a dime, stop everything, drive straight to any one of their family members' house or be at a hospital or be something, and it's over around 300 miles away. But if something happened, of course, they could find out. 
but they never even thought to ask me where my I thought about it. they never even been to my house. I've always went to them. Or you get invited to something and it's just conveniently other people are there. Or we're coming to a get together, a barbecue, a camp out, whatever it is, and you realize that these people never made time for you, but they made time for that other event. And the reason was because there was a benefit for them there of seeing someone else. Or they didn't. Look, most people, again, it's not necessarily they're trying to be liked and be accepted. They're just trying not to be disliked and not to be thrown out of the family, or thrown out of the group. That's what they really don't want. So in the meantime... What people do, just like I've said many times, we had your back without hesitation. We never even wavered, and you turned your back on us because a better deal came along, a better opportunity, a better situation. Me and my wife have sat here very many times, my mama Sita, and I just told someone this today I dearly love, a family member. We are last choice first. When it comes to people. And the reason being is because people take us for granted that we're so fucking comfortable just by our damn selves. That we don't need company. That we don't seek it. That we don't reach out to people. It doesn't mean we don't care about them. People will, will call us for just about anything. And I was talking about two of our girlfriends today. That we were, I actually was concerned about them because I haven't heard from them. And thought about checking on them. They don't owe me anything. I've never told them they owe me anything. But I think of how many times I've helped them out. How many times they've came crying. And it's been a while. How many times that I've moved a couple of them. That I've went and helped them. That I've gave them food. That I've gave them a vehicle, a place to stay. And as soon as their life started getting a little bit better. With the same fucking people, like always. We've not heard from them again. And one of them lives within 10 miles of us. We see them on vacation. We see them going to the river. We see them going to the lakes. Not saying we would accept it every time. I'm making a point. Y'all know what I'm saying. They never called us. But those same people I see them with are not the people that they called when they were going hungry. They were not the people they called when they needed to be bailed out of jail in Dallas. They were not the people when they were getting evicted. They weren't the people when they had a flat tire or their car died. They were not the people that when they were laying in the hospital and and because they burned so many fucking bridges, no one came to see them. And we still showed up. I showed up. I could go down this list and I could be here all fucking night. This is not a throwing, throwing it in people's face. This is to make you aware. I'm telling all my friends and family. We were there for you, and most of you were not there for us. You were there because it was convenient, because it happened to work out. And you know as well as you fucking listen to this, at least one time or more, we went out of our way for you just to see you, just to spend time with you, just because it was important to you. But when we had important events in our life, you took it for granted. You know why you took it for granted? Because we're thick-skinned. Because we're fucking confident. Because me and my mama Sita are best friends. It's because. 
we don't hold grudges and because we forgive. But you also didn't. This is, let me tell you this. To a couple of my real fucking good family members and friends out there that I call brother and sister and family. We're not, we haven't talked. There hasn't been no big falling out. But I know that you might listen to this. Because I'm so fucking brutal about accountability. And because I'll put my fucking foot on your throat. Because I love you. Y'all are avoiding a conversation with me. You're avoiding seeing me in person because you don't want to deal with me. And that's why y'all go to the other people that's in our small little circle because they're the path that least resistance. Because they'll accept your bull. I love this person too and these people. But they'll accept your bullshit and I won't. You know you're fucking listening. You know it's true. So I'm encouraging all of y'all. People are always going to go to the path of least resistance. It doesn't matter if they love these people. They respect them less. They actually respect people like me more. But they're not willing to deal with me. They want me to forget about it. I may forgive you. Doesn't mean I forget. But I'm going to let you know in person what you fucking did. I mean, if you care about people and you love them, how much time do you think you got in this fucking life? Huh? We could be fucking out of here right now. The next fucking hour tomorrow. And you're letting pride and your fucking ego get in the fucking way I'm not telling you to go eat shit and put up with shit that you shouldn't. Listen to this fucking whole podcast. If your conscience is clear, you don't apologize for shit you haven't done. Quit apologizing to people that owe you a fucking apology. If you really care about someone and you love them, then an apology shouldn't be that big a fucking deal. Oh boy, men let pride get in the way. I got people I dearly love that I wish they were a part of my life and I wish I seen them once a fucking week that I may never see again in my life. And I have to accept that. Not not because of anything I've did to these people. Because I've went out of my way and not only that, sometimes, and there's people that can vouch for this, I've apologized for myself and them when I shouldn't have. Just so I wouldn't lose them. And then I finally realized and came to the understanding the only reason these people are in my life is because of me. And it's not because I think they don't love me. It's because I think they're so fucking manipulated and controlled. I think that they think that they they have more time than they do. They think it'll come back around. So I guess we're going to have a fucking conversation at 60 or 70. By that time, I may love you, brother or sister. I may give you a hug and I'm going to tell you, as of I'm sitting here right now, that time's already pretty much expired. Friends and family of convenience. It's convenient to be friends with you. It's convenient to come see you. Until it's not. You want to find out where you stand with people? Or where they stand with you? Do what's inconvenient. Or you put yourself in a situation that's inconvenient. Real loved ones and family... You don't fucking enable. You know how I am about that. You know my message and my position on that. You do what's fucking inconvenient. And sometimes being a fucking great friend, a fucking good brother, a fucking good sister, a good fucking spouse, a good fucking employee, a good fucking boss, a good fucking cousin, whatever category you want to put it in, is not what's convenient. Sometimes it's slightly inconvenient because fucking life is often slightly inconvenient. 
So for before I go, we need to talk more about this. Y'all hit me up with some questions. Tell me privately the people that you feel like this is in your life, or if you're that person, it'll stay private privately with me. And don't just pin other people if you're this person and you know that you've been the person that's taken people for granted and you want them back in your life or you'd like to make it right, reach out to me. In the meantime, I just told this lovely young lady today, I listen to all your podcasts. <laughs> I'm grateful, man. That made me feel good. It did. If you're listening, you know who you are. You know who you are, Chica. Please go subscribe. It's not for money for me. It's so I can get to other platforms and reach more people. I'm never going to quit preaching that. Because if you're listening every week, I think you could drop 2 to $5 a week. Yeah, because there's no excuse why you can't. That's a fucking couple of Cokes, couple of cup of coffee, whatever the fucking bur- one burger, whatever the fuck you're doing. Anyway, however you're running your health, you could pitch in 5 or $10 a week. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker. I'm working on this new one called... Uh, I believe it's called Fountain. I may have said that wrong. Uh, I just started fucking playing with it yesterday. It's a tool that I passed up. I'll bring y'all up to speed on the next one. But, uh, hey, I'm going to try to get one more in before the end of November's up. It's just a struggling time of year for a lot of people. I don't mind saying it for myself. Uh, this is not a happy time of year for me. You'd have to know me personally to know what all. I try not to let, again, anxiety, uh, not controlling anxiety leads to depression. That's why people get depressed, but uh, not a good time of year for me for multiple on multiple levels for multiple reasons, and uh, I have to stay in front of it. And the last couple of weeks haven't been good either. This week was really bad, and uh, I don't mind saying that I'm sharing. I'm sharing. I'm being transparent, but I get up every fucking day, no matter what struggle it is, and make sure that it doesn't get the best of me. It's not a fucking when I feel like doing it. It's not a, if I feel like fucking doing it, if I'm fucking having a good day, if everything's fucking clicking, it's if everything's fucking against me and everything's fucking going south and going to shit and going to hell, I better get up and do it still. And sometimes that's not easy to do. Hey man, y'all stay humble and live savage. Love y'all.